Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gain? How y'all doing today? This is your anchor, Kukwani, coming to you with another podcast this morning. So I'm going to jump right on in it because I don't want this to be super long. But, you know, um, tis, this morning I was thinking on trust, um, the subject trust. And I wanted to share with you what the Lord has given to me about it because, um, a lot of things um, that are transpiring in my life right now, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and when things don't make sense, I have to like ask God like the whys and the who's and the the what's and all these things. And God is like literally like, okay, um, I understand your questions, but don't my word tell you to trust in me. Like you have to trust me in every aspect of your life you can't just trust me in one part of your life and then think that you know that things will flow together like God is 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 asking for us to to literally trust him wholeheartedly which means you know giving him every aspect of your life because the truth is sometimes we can trust God with our finances but we can't trust him with our hearts We can trust God or it can go the other way. We can trust God with our um, finances, but we don't trust him with our kids. We feel like we have to have like that full control of our kids safety and who they talk to, where they go and who they be around and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, you're not God, though. Yes, he placed you on this earth to be um, a parent over that child. and He's trusting you with that will. That's a whole nother subject. But what I'm saying is, if we look in our lives, honestly, there is a waiver where some people will trust God in one area more than they trust him in another area in their life. So I'm here to kind of like help us all like understand that when we trust God, we have to literally give him every aspect of our life, even the areas where we don't quite haven't understood yet or adventure off in there's areas in my life that I'm realizing at the age of 36 that I haven't even touched I haven't even adventure in. I haven't even opened up my mind to expansion to even think on those things and God is showing me now that the reason why a lot of things have not happened in my life is because I have not dared to dream in that area I have not dared to even open up my expansion to look at those things as a possibility and because we don't look at things in a possibility sometimes we can keep ourselves limited of living the most biggest and purposeful life that God has intended us to live because lack of our own understanding or willing to understand it so let's go into the word Proverbs 3 and 5 says trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding this is uh, the word of God and so if God um, literally puts in his word that we should trust him with all of our hearts and not lean to our own understanding so I looked up the word understanding understand not understanding but understand so understand means to interpret or to view something in a particular way So I went back to read the scripture and says, trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own view of something in a particular way. See how I put that together. So it made me understand 
this scripture much, much more because um, to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, we have to wholeheartedly rely on him. Like we have to literally give him everything and trust in him in his promises. We have to trust in his wisdom. We have to trust in his power. And we have to understand that his love is there to help us in every circumstances. Like literally trusting him in every circumstance in our life. Our understanding, this is the thing about our understanding, like our view on things, right? So our view on things are tainted by sin. So that's why we can't really comprehend what God's true under what God's true view on things are because we're so stuck on our own view of things. That is why he said lean not to your own understanding because we view things in our flesh. We view things because of sin has gotten to our heart. Basically like for instance with me. Whew, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but <laughs> For me, it's like I went through a heartbreak. And so right now, I don't want to think about a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm not even thinking about marriage. I'm not thinking about anything in that area because I'm so irritated with it. it I just feel very let down. I feel very like disappointed in that area. But I'm looking. And so because I am that way right now, I'm looking at things because of and my, and my understanding of what God wants for me because I believe that God does want marriage for me. And it's kind of hard for me to say that because in this state of mind that I'm in, I, I have a lack of understanding of what he wants for me because, uh, because of a sinful way of thinking. Like I'm angry, I'm upset and I'm hurt. And that's, and that's, and that's honestly, that is a way to be honest with yourself and God when you're praying. Like I'm, I, I tell God this, like I'm very disappointed. I'm very angry. So I'm looking at things in a particular way that is not the way that God is looking at it. God is seeing it in a totally different way because if God promised me that I was going to get married one day, um, then that is his promise. And my thing is, I have to come out of my own view of things, of my own way of thinking about this and not lean on Kwani's understanding about what has transpired in my life or the things that had happened in my life pre- uh, previous to the relationship that I just um, got out of. It's, it's basically like, are you going to trust me with your heart? Are you going to trust me that I can, I can do this thing. I can make your whole, I can make your heart hold again. I can, I can put somebody in your life that you will lack of nothing. I am developing you in this season to where you won't lack of nothing. So when you meet the person that I have intended for you to be with in your life, it will all come together. Why? Because you're not trusting on your own will and your own power. You're not trying to, to picture what happened to you, but you're, you're trusting God about what is going to take place in your life. So we have to trust him in every aspect of our life. Our understanding and, and, and our view of things are very different from God, you know? So our thoughts are tainted with sin sometimes and we can't trust our own understanding and we limited our wisdom 
because of impulsive assumptions and emotions. That is like, whoa, whoa, because (laughs) your girl do that to herself a lot. Okay. I have impulsive assumptions about things. And that is like the truth. I literally be like, what if this person don't like me? Or what if this happened? And what if this, I like, I literally, that's, that's lack of trust. Because you're questioning situations before even going into it. God is, God wants us, and he, I'm talking to myself too. God wants us to start walking into situations, not um, assuming the outcome, but believing his outcome over our own assumptions. He wants us to walk into friendships, relationships, jobs, door uh, open door opportunities business deals uh signing contracts he wants us to walk into these things without leaning to our own understanding literally trusting his outcome do you know the the power that's in that because we are coming in alignment with god on what he is saying to us so when we trust him with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding, we're not we're not walking in situations defeated already and haven't even put up a fight. We haven't even put up a fight, but yet we are already dooming ourselves as defeated. And that is where the enemy comes in and try to taint our beliefs and our trust in God because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his main thing. He wants to steal your hope. He wants to come and steal your belief in God and make you believe on yourself because he knows that without God, things are impossible. But he knows that the word says with God, things are possible. So he doesn't want us to come on alignment with God and to be be in the same view. He doesn't want us to view things the way that God wants us to view them. He wants us to stay in our own views, our own understanding so that we will fail because that is the thing. If we align ourselves in God, right? If we trust in his will, he will make things right. We cannot depend on ourselves and our, we cannot trust our ways because we are not always right. As much as we want to just sit up here and act like we know everything, we do not know everything. We do not know everything. Trust in God's leadership. Sometimes when we doubt God or doubt that he can do something in our life because of being let down or disappointed, sometimes we don't realize, but we're, we're, we're not trusting his leadership. We're not trusting his leadership. Psalms 92 says in uh, verse 15, tells us that, that he will lead us in the path of righteousness for his namesake. It doesn't say that he will lead us into destruction for his name's sake. It literally says he he will lead you into righteousness. So basically what God is saying that his leadership is trustworthy. He will never leave you into something that is going to destruct you, but to instruct you and to redirect you like his conviction is everything. Okay, and sometimes if we be honest, because I have to be honest, you know, 
the reason why you are facing difficulties or the reason why, Kwani, you went through a little bit of heartbreak or you had to go through this breakup is because you stopped letting him be your leader. You started taking things into your own hands and you was going to make this relationship work or you was going to make this job work or you was going to make these things in your life work on your own ability. And not trusting that what he is doing in your life is leading you into righteousness. But when we take the will from God and continue to try to trust our own wills and say, oh, okay, I'm good now. Thank you, God, for getting me to this place. Thank you, God, for getting me to this point. But I got it from now here. Let me go ahead and keep going. And then that is when we lead ourselves into destruction. Why we do that to ourselves? God's plan for our life, like trusting his leadership is everything. God's plans for our life is perfect and holy and righteous. He works all things together for the good of those who love him, who love him. You don't want to break God's heart. You love him. You try your best to do things in the right way. You love him. You got to think about it. When you love someone, when you truly love someone, I'm talking about like an earthly love. Like this is a personal love. When you truly love someone, you don't want to break their heart. You don't want to, you don't want to do anything to hurt their feelings. You don't want to do anything to disappoint them. So where does that take place with God? Do you love God with all of your heart? So, so you don't want to break his heart and, and you don't want to lose his, his trust. Trusting God looks like giving your heart to him. Jesus. Trusting God means to take the time out of your day to read your word or to just spend time with him or study. It's, it's to get to know him. When you when you started dating a guy or a woman, you want to get to know them. You take the time to get to know them because when you get to know them, you get to know their character. And when you get to know their character, then they start proving themselves to you. You start trusting them. So God is saying, hey, haven't I proved myself to you time and time again when you got to know me, when you got to know my ways, when you got to know my word? Haven't I proven myself to you when you were little, when the enemy tried to take you out? But haven't I proved myself to you when you had to live in your car or haven't I proved myself to you when you was going through financial difficulty and I stepped in right on time? Haven't I proved myself to you at the heartbreak, at the heartbreak when I wiped the tears from your eyes and the joy of the Lord became your strength and before you knew it you had strength to make it through another day haven't I proved myself to you that I am trustworthy so give me your heart I need your heart. I need to do things with your heart. I need for you to be in a better emotional state. I need you to be better in a thinking state. I need to do something in you and through you in this earth. But I can't do nothing with you if you don't give me your heart. He wants to be your leader. He wants to lead your life. But you're taking the will. You're getting in the driver's seat. And you're taking yourself. You're you're, you're basically a spiritual crash dummy. You're basically a spiritual 
crash dummy. You are going to crash into every obstacle. You're going to crash into every wall if you do not allow God to lead your life. Get to know him for yourself. Get to know God for yourself. And you can't be afraid of things being bigger than your own imagination. Because if God is opening up bigger doors and bigger platforms and bigger opportunities and bigger jobs and bigger positions, if God is opening things like this for you, you have to trust his leadership. And you cannot taint your view on people and things that God has sent you in your life. You cannot do that because you don't know what God has planned for your life. Literally letting go of your own perception, people, places, and things, even yourself, letting go the own view that you have of yourself and understanding, trusting that God, he created you wonderfully. He made you who he has created and on the inside of you is able to take everything that God has allowed for you to be, see, and do. You have to understand that. There's nothing little about you. Everything is major. Everything that God has created for you is major. It's up to you to understand that you have to trust his leadership and not trust your own capability, your own capability, because Moses stuttered. He couldn't talk right, but God sent Aaron to help him speak to the people. But it does not take away that he was a good leader at that time. We have to trust because if Moses would, would have wor- worried about those things that he he had, those difficulties that he could not overcome himself. But listen, when he trusts in God, when you come into alignment, when you trust in God, he will make things work for your good. His leadership is everything. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. His leadership is everything. You got to trust what he's doing in your life, even when it does not make sense, even when it hurts your flesh, even when it hurts your heart. You got to understand that there is something in the midst of this chaos. There is something in the midst of this destruction that happened in my life. Be careful. Be careful about saying, God, I'm giving you everything and and I need you to do whatever you can do in my life. Because sometimes when God is doing something, he's going to destroy everything that you build so he can build. And so that means people and things and and money and all kind of stuff that you built on your own capabilities sometimes get taken away. Because he needs to do something new. On the inside of you. And at the moment it seems like punishment. At the moment it seems like what is going on in my life. But that is not it. It's because we have literally took the place of God. To make things happen in our lives. And not understanding that we have to work with God. And understand that his plan is way much better than our own plan. Those who trust in the Lord have hope. They don't fear about difficult times and calamity. They don't, they do not fear in those things. 
they know who is in control. I have a friend, my best friend. She she literally don't worry about money. She don't. And I be looking at her like she crazy. But in that area in her life, she has so much trust in God. Like he showed her time and time again. Like if you give this, I'm going to give you that. If you're lacking in this, go ahead and bless another person with this because I'm going to give you that. She has come to the place where God literally like, he in control of that. Like there's, I, I can't, I I can't hold on to money. Money can't go in the ground with me when I leave this earth. So if God tell me to bless someone with money, I'm going to bless them with money. Why? Because he will provide. Isn't it what, 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 what Abraham did with Isaac when, when God had to, 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 he took, oh my God, he took him through so many drastic measures to literally get his son, his only loving son and take him up in the mountains and tie him up and burn and, and, and literally Getting ready to position his heart and his mind to, 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 to sacrifice his son because he needed something from God. And when he did all of that, when he trusted God, he said, listen, I know that God is not. Listen, he, he's going to make a way. He told his son, God will provide Isaac. But we're going up to the mountain to, to, to get a sacrifice. Because we're going to put a sacrifice for God, for God to bless us, right? God will provide. The whole time, Isaac, like, he didn't even know, like, I'm the sacrifice. But he, but, but, but this is the thing. Isaac trusted his, his, his heavenly, I mean, not his heavenly, his natural father with his leadership. And then Abraham trusted his spiritual father with leadership so that they came to agreement and there was no fight. There was no fight. So when you trust God, my God, when you trust God with your life, there's no fight. You're not fighting against those things. You're not fighting against the current. You're flowing in the spirit of God and you're believing him. You're waking up without anxiety. You're waking up without a heart a heavy heart you are allowing yourself to flow into the, the spirit of God and when you do that do you know that he will make a way because that is what he did with Abraham and Isaac when they went up on the on the mountaintop and he tied his son up and he began to get ready to sacrifice his own beloved son that God sent a ram in the bush and that ram became the sacrifice instead of his son because God will provide so don't fight with God do not fight with his word. Do not fight with his promises. Do not fight. Just believe. You keep going. You live. You've lived a beautiful life. You don't worry about calamity. You don't worry about obstacles. You don't worry about difficult times because they will happen. The, the, the word of God says, do not worry about the trials. Do not think it's strange when things come into our life, but it's for the glory of God. And sometimes we got to understand that, that, that trusting God does not not look like peaches and cream it does not look like sitting on the sand in the middle of the ocean it does not look like that all the time but trusting God sometimes is scary trusting God sometimes look like grabbing your only child and tying them up to wood to burn them for a sacrifice that is hard do you understand how hard that had to be for Abraham to tie his only beloved son on some wood to burn him to basically kill him do you understand the hurt and the pain that he must have felt but to only go through that to know that God will 
provide. Sometimes what we're going through in our life is hurtful and it's painful for us, but we have to understand that God will provide. He will do what he said he was going to do. Obedience is everything. When you hear God's voice, when you hear the word that he spoke over your life, when you hear him to tell you to do something, obedience is everything. Because when you obey, you're trusting what that person told you to do. It's still based on trust. Obedience is based on trust. We trust When we go into a room to cut on the light, it's a switch on the wall. Do you think ever, I'm serious, do you ever go in a room in the, in the morning, especially when you're in the morning when you got to use the restroom, you go in the, and you go in the bathroom, you click that light on, you don't think not once about like, if I click this light on, it ain't going to come on. No, because it every day, every morning, you have went to that light and it cut on. So in your mindset, in your understanding, you know that it's going to come on. Hmm. So every morning you wake up and you pray to God and you tell him to lead your day and to guide your day. So why do we still walk around with anxiety and worry? So you trust in a, in a light switch more than you trust in God and what he would do for you in that day. Every, every day we go and we sit in a chair at a table. We don't never think if I sit in this chair, I'm going to fall. We never think that. Why? Because that chair has shown you stability over time and time and time again. So when we sit in chairs, not wherever we go, whether it's in a waiting room at a doctor's office or where it's at home at a, chick- at a kitchen table, wherever, if you go to a restaurant, if it's there, it doesn't matter. Every chair has the same trust uh, limitations to us unless it's made differently. Ooh, that's important. Like, let's see, let's say if we go to Ikea or something and it's a chair that looks like an illusion that it, it, it still works. It's a chair, but let's say like a, 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 a um, it hangs from the ceiling on something, right? You're not going to have that much trust in it because you've never experienced that chair before. Sometimes we get so comfortable on things that we have experienced in life. I know that a four-legged chair is going to keep me, but do I know that a three-legged chair that's made a way through architecture or something that, that will support, but I'm scared to sit in it? Have you ever did that before, though? Like, when, when it's a swing or something that's up in the air and you sit on it slowly because you're afraid that it would not hold you up? So God is like, that is how we are when we're going through life and things look unfamiliar, People look unfamiliar. Your heart is changing. Your mind is changing. Things around you is just unfamiliar. But God is saying, trust me. Trust me. It is all for your good. Trust me. I promise I will hold you up. I promise I won't let you fall. I promise that what I'm doing is a new thing in you. And you got to start. Stop being so uncomfortable. But allowing yourself to go through this process because it's going to work out for your good. So I want to encourage you and myself to trust God's leadership in your life. Remember 
that he will lead you in the path of righteousness, not destruction. Let him in. Give him your heart. For those that want to give your heart to the Lord, it's very simple. You close your eyes and you bow your head and you mean it with all your heart and you say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I come to you and I believe that you are Christ who died on the cross for my sins and I no longer want to lean to my own understanding, but God, I want to trust you in my heart. So I give you my heart this day, God, so that I get salvation in you, God. I open up my heart to you today, God, so that you can move me out the way. But God, you can stand in my life and do what you do. I believe in your word. I believe in who you are. And I ask for you, God, to come into my life and make me whole again. Make me a new creature, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit, Jesus. And help me, God, to take my rightful place in your kingdom. I accept you as my Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior. Amen. I hope y'all have a good day. Happy Sunday. Love you. Bye.